0: Hey there, my name's Ushin nunni and welcome to Audio Talks, presented to you by Harman. In this special edition of Audio Talks at the Montreux Jazz Festival, we're exploring the Harman Kardon Suite's Art of Sound competition, which is bringing the worlds of music, art and technology together in Montreux with some incredible results. We are going to take a deep dive into this special project, have a look at the role of NFTs in the music industry and find out what potential they hold for the future. To talk to us about this innovative collaboration and the overlap between music and art, I am thrilled to be joined by Robert-Jan Van Dormeel, VP of Integrated Marketing EMEA at Harman. Welcome back to the podcast, Robert. Hello, Oysen. Good to see you again. And welcome to the podcast, the co-founder of one of and president of the mighty Quincy Jones Productions,
1: Adam Fell. Thank you so much for having me, Oysen. Robert, great to be here.
0: Okay, let's start at the beginning. One of my favorite quotes by the great Pablo Picasso goes as follows, music and art are the guiding lights of the world. Adam, I'd love to know what role has this intersection of art and music played in your life?
1: You know, it's a complicated question for me because when I was in school, when I was a, you know, a, a young person in school, I very quickly came to the realization that it was my dream to work in the music industry. And when I came out of school, my family knew that I wanted to be in the music industry. I was applying everywhere. If you can believe it, my very first job 20 years ago, next year, so in 2003, was a job offer from Mr. Quincy Jones. Amazing. And for the last 20 years, I've had the privilege and the honor to travel the world with Mr. Jones, uh, to see so many different types of music to see so many special places. And I'll be very honest with you, this podcast is about the road to Montreux. Of all the places I've visited in the entire world, I will say the Montreux Jazz Festival is my favorite music festival on the planet.
0: That's fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. So, you know, you mentioned, of course, the great Quincy Jones. I think all of us on the call and all of us listening are probably big fans of The Q. Now, he's undoubtedly one of the world's greatest creators, and his compositions, arrangements and productions have touched billions of lives and helped define global culture itself. He's a true Renaissance man. So, Adam, I'm curious to know, what's the overlap between music and art at Quincy Jones Productions in 2022?
1: You know, I've been with Quincy since before the streaming era yeah, and through the transition from uh, physical to digital, from digital to streaming, and now from streaming to web three. And as you can imagine, our industry has changed dramatically. At the same time, if you were to ask Mr. Jones, what is the through line? What is the thing that has stayed the same this entire time? It would be that he's worked with real artists, artists that have true talent. Quincy likes to say, God must have left his hand on their shoulder a little bit longer than everyone else. They have, quote-unquote, it. And that thing, it, is something you can't really quantify. It's not something that you can put a scientific measure to. But Quincy has a talent to say, that person has it. And so for the last 20 years, together we've worked on incredible artists like Jacob Collier, Alfredo Rodriguez, people that Quincy says, You know, that person is so talented, they deserve to have a better shot in this industry. And um, by keeping that at the core of what our company is, we've had incredible opportunities, concerts, branding deals like our deal with Harmon, which we're so honored to be a part of. Incredible music festivals like the Montreux Jazz Festival, which we're so honored to be affiliated with. And long story short, you know, the company has changed and adapted to new technologies and figured out ways to navigate new waters every single time. But at the core, like I said, the through line was always true artistry.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, that really sums it up. And uh, I, I was kind of expecting nothing less. You know, that's a brilliant explanation. And Adam, you're also the co-founder of the green NFT platform, One of. In case some of our listeners are not familiar with oneOf.com, could you tell us a bit about the platform?
1: During the middle of the pandemic, uh, as you can imagine, when we have artists that we work with, a ton of our revenue as a company d- disappeared, uh, b- basically because events, concerts, even branded events were were gone. As a result, we had to make a major pivot as a company, and we got into the Web three world. And luckily for us, uh, NFTs became something that were an incredible means, an incredible technology to help artists, and we. Really, really pivoted hard. We started working with uh, Lynn Dye and Joshua James in the company One Of. I became a co-founder. Quincy became an owner in the company. And long story short, it really took off and has been you know, an incredible thing for us. You know, At the end of the day, I can go into a lot of depth about you know, why Web3 is helpful for artists. But if you look at the music industry and you look at the way that the music industry is structured, It's been based upon a series of loans, right? A record contract is a loan against your future record income. A publishing contract is a loan against your future songwriting income. And a deal with a tour promoter is a loan against your future concert income. These are the deals of the music industry, they're loans, right? NFTs offer artists a way to monetize their fandom without taking loans and simultaneously giving their fans the ability to hold assets, the value of which are part and parcel to the success or lack thereof of that artist. And as a result, it's a game changer. The music industry has been a three-legged stool forever. I believe that because of Web3, it is now a four-legged chair.
0: That's absolutely brilliant. And we did have a previous episode where we chatted to the wonderful Imogen Heap about uh, a series of NFTs she was launching with Tim Exile and we had Cliff Fluet on the podcast as well. Now, do you think that the casual listener, say if somebody doesn't have an NFT, is there a bit of confusion there about the delineation between technologies like cryptocurrencies and blockchain and NFTs? And of course, they're quite different and distinct. Do you think they're all lumped into a Web3 book it and uh, you know how do we educate people on the uniqueness of NFTs
1: it's a very good question as you can imagine there's a lot of confusion about why it is that a digital asset has value uh, when it can be copied the entirety of the digital world made it so that music for example was very hard to monetize because people kept copying mp3s and sending it to their friends so long story short the same technology by which you delineate that I have some cryptocurrency, I have a Bitcoin, I have one ETH, right? This is the same technology on the blockchain that can delineate that I hold an NFT. Now, let's look at the Mona Lisa, right? The Mona Lisa is is in the Louvre in Paris. And right now, if I go in there and I I use my fancy iPhone or whatever phone I have and I take a high-definition photo of it, And then I blow it up and I print it on parchment paper and I frame it properly and I put it on my wall, I can say, look, I have the Mona Lisa, but everyone knows it's not the real Mona Lisa, right? And as a result, it has no value. This is what NFT technology does for digital items. It simply shows who is the real owner. It's verified on the blockchain and there's no way to copy that item. Because of that, it's game changing and it's game changing because the value of that NFT revolves around supply and demand, just like anything else. But when you can fix the supply of digital items and you have something like an artist where the the supply is ever changing because they have a group of fans and that group of fans can get bigger or it can get smaller. The value of that NFT can be correlated to the rise or lack thereof of that artist.
0: Okay, fantastic. So it really is kind of empowering fans to support artists directly. There are some underlying technologies, there are some uh, guardrails in there that are used for other things, but it is a completely new paradigm for the music industry. And uh, I, I would like to, you know, congratulate you on one off. It's an amazing platform, and it really does seem to be empowering creators to have this completely new relationship with their fans. And Robert, coming over to yourself now. Harman Kardon stands for beautiful sound. So, tell us a bit about how sophisticated sound and exquisite design comes together
2: in the Harman Kardon brand. That's a great question. So, for over sixty-five years, uh, Harman Kardon has been a leading audio engineering and design expert, captivating ears and hearts all over the world in the consumer business, in the automotive business, as you know, and you know, superior sound by Harman Kardon. Invites you to uncover more, adding beauty to every moment. It's sound that evolves with you and that changes the way uh, you see the world. And it's those kind of emotions that actually make Harmon Kardon create a beautiful sound that speaks to you, that speaks to me. And I think that you know, with with Harmon Kardon products, we've been able to seamlessly merge function and form over the years through the highest quality sound, elegant design, and meticulous attention to detail. And I think, you know, one great thing to mention probably is, you know, just as an example on how we've been able to to cement the brand's design status, the iconic Harmer Kardon soundsticks are part of the permanent collection of the Museum of Modern Art in New York. And I don't think there's a lot of brands that can say that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think folks who are heading over to the Montreux Jazz Festival are in for an absolute treat to check out that wonderful exhibition at the Harman Kardon Suite's Digital Art Gallery over there. So, Robert, staying with yourself, talk to us a bit about the overlap between sound and art in the Harman Kardon Suite's Art of Sound Digital Art Competition.
2: We wanted to unite the world of classical music and art with an this NFT and technology and providing basically a new platform for uh, digital artists. So in our competition, uh, we invited digital artists to create a unique digital art piece inspired by our longstanding Harman Kardon ambassador, Lang Lang, where he basically chose redemption of the classical piano sonata number three to translate that into a digital art piece. So basically asking artists to take whatever they take away from that track into an art piece. And it's great to see how artists around Europe got creative with this challenge, with so many high quality entries where they were really staying true to the motto of Lang Lang, where he says, music is art and art is music. And so with that competition refused the emotion and beauty of music and visual art in an unprecedented way. You know, visual art and music have many parallels as they both positively impact individuals, societies and more. So an extremely exciting project for us, something completely new at the Montreux Jazz Festival and first of its kind for Lang Lang as well. So a lot of newness to the Montreux Jazz Festival. So we liked it.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, we're talking about... Beautiful art, beautiful sound, beautiful visuals, beautiful design. All of these things have a very profound emotional experience. And I know, speaking to your uh, wonderful colleague, Dr. Sean Olive, before, he talks a lot about the quality of audio actually affecting what kind of emotional experience people will have. Now, talk to us a bit about how important is high quality audio for a more profound
2: emotional experience? Very important, because music and visual art have been going hand in hand for, you know, forever. And they both speak to the emotions of people. And the way that it goes hand in hand manifests itself, obviously, different over time. And now that we've come to this digital era, there's new ways on how these two go hand in hand. What we do know from research is that high quality audio can influence how people perceive the world around them and adds profound emotional benefits to their lives. So basically the right music can build the perfect backdrop and bring you, me, everybody in the right mood when enjoying visual art. You know, the 10 winning digital artworks, because there were so many submissions, uh, but you have to make a choice. But the 10 winning digital artworks that people can experience at the Harman Kardon Suite Digital Art Gallery are the best testament to that emotion that it triggers with people and we bring this deep connection also to life in that gallery and so the exhibitions are designed as a classical yet contemporary space where art and sound perfectly converge and we've been able to captivate visitors with an immersive sound, because we basically decked the entire gallery with the new Kardon Citation Multibeam 1100. So, quality sound and quality art coming together.
0: Adam, talk to us a bit about the involvement of Quincy Jones Productions and One of in the Art of Sound collaboration.
1: Sure. Quincy is currently the artist ambassador of the Montreux Jazz Festival. He was also the best friend of Claude Knobs, the founder of the festival who sadly is no longer with us. In the 1990s, they actually co-produced the festival together. And that was like the famous Miles and Quincy live at Montreux, bringing Ray Charles to the festival and so much more. You know, I've been at the festival for about a decade. uh, And a few years ago, they asked me to join the international advisory board board of the festival. And so I've been honored to, to kind of serve the festival in that way, because I believe it is truly, you know, my favorite music festival in the world. On the side of that, Quincy and Harmon have actually been partners since we presented at the brand showcase in Las Vegas in 2007. So a very long time as well, essentially 15 years. About five years ago, I brought the CMO of Harman to Montreux and basically said, I think you guys should be working with Montreux as well. And Harman became a sponsor of the festival. Then fast forward to 2021, and I co-founded during the pandemic the platform One Of, the green NFT platform. Yeah. Now add another layer to that, and in 2022, One Of became the official NFT platform of the Montreux Jazz Festival. So when Harmon launched its Art of Sound competition, it was just, you know, it was a natural fit to join forces. You know, it's Harmon, Carden, it's Quincy Jones Productions, it's One Of, and Quincy himself actually became a judge of the competition for the 10 finalists. And I believe he joined Long Long, As part of the jury, it's the first ever digital art exhibition, and they selected the winner of the shortlisted artists. Quincy's been in the business for over seven decades, and he's the right guy to help make those decisions.
0: It's a collaboration that just makes sense in every possible way. And, you know, you've obviously done a lot of work behind the scenes to bring this all together. But you mentioned that Quincy has been in the business for over seven decades, and he's also, as you mentioned, an investor of one of. Has he always been a champion of new technology, would you say, Adam?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, Quincy's been at the forefront of, of new technology from the Fender bass. He was one of the very first people to use a Fender bass in a song. He was one of the very yeah. first people to use Robert Moog's synthesizer in a song, in a film soundtrack as well. And he was a founder of one of the largest owned minority-controlled broadcast companies in the world. Then you fast forward to you know when I started working with him, He becomes an early investor in Spotify, which is, of course, became the leader in uh, music streaming. And now he's a founding partner of one of, you know, in Web3 and NFTs. Um, I think it's easy to say that even at the age of 89 years old, he's still a pioneer. He's still on the bleeding edge of technology. And frankly, he's only doing it because he cares about artists and he loves new technology that can help artists succeed.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's very heartening to
1: hear that. But again, I I wouldn't
0: expect anything different. And uh, we just heard there from Robert about that great quote from Lang Lang, who said that music is art and art is music. Adam, to what extent do you think is new digital technology facilitating new hybrid forms of art and
1: music? New digital technology enables artists, whether you're talking about musicians, visual artists, filmmakers, poets, you know, you name it, You're giving them more tools to create. You're giving them more tools to connect, to distribute, to promote their art. And essentially, more collaborations are possible between creators on one side of the planet and creators on the other side of the planet. Some musicians, like Quincy, have what's called synesthesia, which means that they see colors when they hear music. And essentially, music is also visual. This is a natural hybrid form of art and music. Many visual artists have been inspired by music and represented music through their visual art. Today, new technologies such as NFTs allow hybrid forms of art and music combined. And at One of, we're trying to break down the economic barriers to entry and connect fans with those artists. The frank reality is I think that one of the most compelling things we've done at One of is make it so that my mother can go on the platform and buy an NFT. It's very easy. And if you've done a bit of research and you've gone and you've worked with some of the other platforms, you realize the incredible thing we've done is make it so simple and so easy. And I encourage everyone to try it.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yes, I second that encouragement. And we will, of course, include a link straight over to oneoff.com in the show notes for the podcast. And Robert, this is an incredibly exciting competition. I'd love
2: to know what happens afterwards with the digital artworks. So we will transform the 10 winning creations together with one-off into NFTs and they will be auctioned on behalf of the artists and the proceeds are for them, not for Harmon. And this allows artists to develop and explore their journey in this new digital dimension. So it's all about the artists. A
0: brilliant creative collaboration is for a very good cause. And it's also, as Adam mentioned there, helping put that extra leg on the music business and really getting people on board and educating people uh, about this transformative new technology and this new relationship that fans can have directly with the creators they love. That's brilliant. And I would love to know, do we think this kind of digital collaboration could become a regular occurrence at these iconic music festivals like the Montreux Jazz Festival? You know, where could this format, this art and music and NFT collaborative format go next?
2: Who'd like to jump in there? so i'll take this one the harman Garden suites digital art gallery was very well received by visitors of the montreal Jazz festival for what we can tell from the first few days um, we showcased with the festival the first ever digital art exhibition and it basically showed us the potential of such a collaboration with the team now nfts in general are definitely providing a new possibility to collaborate with artists and musicians, which provides us at Harman a new way of collaborating and new opportunities with our brand ambassadors, so not just Lang Lang.
1: And you will see more of that later this year. And and maybe Adam, you wanna add something to that? Thank you, Robert. I believe that this is really just the beginning to go back to your question. In the future, I believe that festivals will sell tickets, as nfts because of the fact that there's a resale royalty and they can suddenly participate in things that have in the past been you know negative for festivals such as scalping in the future when there's a resale royalty and the nfts are kept on platform and you can enforce that resale royalty suddenly the scalpers become your distribution network on top of that you get to empower the artists those artists that want to play in the new technology Finance parts of their career, things like music videos, things like touring sets, things like future albums. These can all be financed by NFTs if you have fans that are willing to pay for them. And then, from the festival perspective, from the brand perspective, it's a whole new way for brands and festivals to interact with their fans and with their buyers, right? Suddenly, you decentralize the ability for a brand to determine the value of a reward system. And it's left to the open market to figure out, you know, is this valuable and is this not? And at the end of the day, if you have an appreciating asset because you pour so much value into it, not only does the customer benefit, but the brand benefits because, again, uh, the resale royalty. And for those that don't know what that is, all it is is something that's built into the smart contract, which kicks a royalty back to the original content owner every time the asset is sold on the blockchain and this is something that's you know one of the many things that are revolutionary about web3 so i hope that answered your question i think that we're at the very 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 beginning and i think that uh over the next five to ten years brands festivals artists everyone in the ecosystem wins
0: Fantastic. I love it. So, you know, watch this space. This is brilliant news. And as we have you here, Adam, I would love to know, are there any tips for NFTs that collectors should be looking out for from one of? Have you got anything coming up that folks should be uh, poised to get in and get their hands on as soon as it's released?
1: We're here to talk about the Montro NFTs that we are doing with Harman Garden. So I, of course, need to mention that first. I'm very, very, very excited about that. You're talking about the premier audio brand with my favorite festival in the world with Quincy Jones and Long Long as judges. I mean, it's a fantastic project that couldn't be more prestigious. We also have the Biggie drop coming up, which I'm very excited about. We currently have the Muhammad Ali NFTs on eBay. Uh, If you go to ebay.com right now, you can buy Muhammad Ali NFTs, and I'm very excited about that. Um, And then if you look at our site and you check out the Cosign program, I'd say that's the thing I'm probably most excited about. Most of those artists are going to be artists you've never heard of. They're emerging artists that are just really starting their journey. But these are artists that recognize, hey, this technology is going to be a game changer for the industry. And therefore, I'm going to sell a rookie card and I'm going to I'm going to allow my fans to buy this NFT when I'm at the very, very beginning of my process. And as a result, if those artists go on to become megastars one day, how does that affect the early buyers of NFTs? Well, I mean, that remains to be seen, but I think we all can uh, figure that out in our heads. It's, It's an exciting prospect. The future is extremely bright and, you know, I'm just honored to be here talking about Montreux, talking about Harman Kardon, and talking about one of um, three of my favorite things. Outstanding, I love it. That's a Venn
0: diagram I think everyone is feeling excited about right now. And Robert, coming over to yourself, we've heard some great crystal ball visions from Adam there about the bright future, dazzling future for Web3, this great overlap between technology and art and music. What do you think, from the audio perspective, is the future for this superb high-quality audio from Harman Kardon as a companion for digital art experiences?
2: You know, what will this mean in terms of new products from Harman So, you know, like we said in the beginning of the conversation, with our Harman Kardon products, we seamlessly merge function and form. And through the highest quality sound, elegant design and meticulous attention to detail, this is basically, you know, why the brand has been so successful for the last seven decades. So our latest Harman Kardon soundbar, which is the Harman Kardon Citation MultiBeam 1100, is the perfect companion for our digital art gallery. It has Dolby Atmos, it has Harman's multi-beam technology, and so it provides visitors a fully immersive experience. Well, you know, a fun fact is maybe also we created a sound bar in Amsterdam last month where people had cocktails and got a listening experience with the new sound bar all together with one of the artists that submitted a piece for the gallery. So it was a great event. And it wasn't the first occurrence, by the way, where we had a beautiful Harman Card product support, a holistic audiovisual art experience. We did something in 2018, where we partnered with Europa Arvo part for memory and light in London during a design festival. But later this year, we'll launch two new Harmacard products. So stay tuned for some new introductions in the second half of 2022. Definitely.
0: Okay, That's end on a cliffhanger, that's brilliant. I will be watching that space with great interest and bonus points for that. Uh, another wonderfully attractive Venn diagram involving music and art and cocktails. Tick, tick, tick. Take my money right away. <laughs> that's brilliant. Um, okay, and we've actually, believe it or not, we've come to our final question. Time does fly when you're having fun and because it's the last episode of the series, we're actually going to change it around a bit and we're going to invite each of you to choose two tracks for our audio talks title playlist. And we're going to start with your good self, Robert. I
2: choose two tracks because I wanted to have a Quincy Jones track included. And I selected Tomorrow, A Better You, A Better Me, which I believe is from 1987 or 1989, a track from Quincy Jones and Tevin Campbell, which I always love when I hear it. And the second track I have to mention is Everlasting Love by Love Affair. I'm getting married on Saturday the 9th, and we're going to make an appearance, uh, me and my partner, singing this song. I'm not a singer at all. We're probably going to make a fool out of ourselves, but we're going to do it anyway. So those two tracks.
0: Wow. That's beautiful. That's so romantic. I love it. Well, you know, many congratulations, Robert, and, uh, you know, hope you have a great day there. Thank you. Adam, coming over to yourself, would you like to choose a track or two to join our Audio Talks
1: title playlist? I'd love to. Uh, I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't also choose a Quincy Jones track, given that he's both my hero and my mentor. So I'm going to pick uh, Love and Peace by Quincy Jones as my first track. And then I'm going to pick one of my all-time faves, Overjoyed by Stevie Wonder as my second track, which is a song that I have on the playlist that I made for my daughter before she was born.
0: Oh that's gorgeous man I absolutely love it well you both have exquisite taste and those are beautiful kind of personal stories behind your choices as well and uh, I am going to myself sticking with the trend I'm going to choose a couple of tracks from the mighty Quincy Jones the first being Summer in the City which I've loved since the second I heard it back in the 80s and the second Soul Bossin' Over for all the Austin Powers vibes and fun uh, Bosson Over goodness right there so thank you both so much for joining us it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you both about this wonderful overlap between music, art, NFTs and Harman Kardon, the the finest audio in the world. Uh, Thank you so much
2: for joining us, Robert-Jan van Dormel. Thank you very much, Oisin. It was good to see you again. Good to hear you again. And uh, goodbye, Adam. And thank you for
0: joining
1: us, Adam Fell. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: Listeners, don't forget to subscribe, comment and share Audio Talks with your friends and family. If you're enjoying this series of podcasts, why not pop over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a nice five-star review? It really does mean a lot and it helps new listeners get to know about the amazing guests that we talk to in every episode like Robert and Adam. So, we are breaking up for the summer right now. We will be back in September, but do please check us out on Instagram because we're going to be posting some gems from the vault and much more. you can find us at Audio Talks Podcast. We'll be back in September for some more fascinating audio talks. See you next time.